This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And good Saturday morning and a happy National Rattlesnake Roundup Day this January 28th, a Saturday morning. And, well, you know, Rattlesnake Roundup, something I've always wanted to do and uh, maybe go do a TV feature on it over there in Sweetwater, Texas. That's where the biggest one is. I don't know why today is designated as Rattlesnake Roundup Day. They actually hold that, I think it's the second weekend in March, but... Well, it's always a conflict with turkey season and some good uh, white perch fishing, so I just haven't had a chance to do it. But it's on my bucket list, a big rattlesnake roundup. Looks like a whole lot of fun. All right, well, how's your fishing been? We'll find out how it's been for our field reporter staff. We'll check in with those guys, and maybe they can help you find some fish. Also, in the last days of deer and the waterfowl seasons, how's your hunting season been? You know, When we gave the forecast for this uh, upcoming duck season, it was very, very bleak. It was one of the worst numbers uh, game in probably 20 years, and it's turned out to be one of the best duck seasons we've had. And we talked about that earlier, and we'll talk about it again, why things like that happen. If you happen to be looking for a new boat, well, we'll talk about what you'll see at next weekend's big Biloxi Boat Show. Uh, Show director Melissa Miller is going to join us a little bit later on and tell us all about how you can get involved in uh, going to a great little show over there on the Biloxi Coast. All right, we have a a five-time loser, but he's the first time on our bad boys of the outdoors. He's from Fort Sulphur. We've got his story coming up for you. Also have a question for you, the audience. You know, last week, if you were tuned in, we talked about your favorite fishing reel. Well, this week we want to know what is your favorite fishing rod? Now, we're looking for just your all-time favorite. It could be freshwater, saltwater rod, bait casting, spinning, offshore, fly rod, whatever it is. Text us your favorite fishing rod, the one that just has that really good feel and you like to have it, 504-260-1870. You can text that along with your reports, your comments, and your questions. I'll tell you my favorite rod is a 7-foot medium-power fast-action St. Croix spinning reel. Just got that feeling that it's it's part of your hand and your arm when you use it. Uh, I took a little inventory, and I've had more, I've had less, but right now my rod count sits at 24 rods. Well, one of them is, is a little questionable, whether it's functional or not. How many rods do you have? 504-260-1870. All right, we have a closure on the Bogachita National Wildlife Refuge I want to tell you about if you happen to be headed that way early this morning to do some hunting. Uh, the water level on the Pearl River is at the 15.5 mark on the Pearl River gauge, and you know when that happens, they shut down the refuge, except for waterfowl hunting. But if you had any other plans to go there, you might want to make plans to go somewhere else. That's the Bogachita National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, it is shut down now to access until that river level recedes. All right, Coastal Marine forecast. If you're headed out on the water, the open bays, uh, the Gulf today, uh, you're looking at southeast winds 10 to 15, 
two to three foot seas offshore. That's a repeat for tomorrow. Also, uh, those same southeast 10 to 15 knot winds on the interior. Today, they're calling for smooth conditions, a little bit of a light chop tomorrow. Uh, average tide range, a little bit better than a half a foot, about six tenths. Mississippi River is at 6.2 and on the rise. All right, coming back after this break, we'll check in with Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach, get a fishing report from him. We'll also talk to our field reporters and find out about their and your favorite fishing rods. We'd love to hear from you this morning. That text number, make a note of it, 504-260-1870. And we'll be right back to check them after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, yes, yesterday was pretty much a beautiful day, and uh, weather-wise, as far as the skies and the winds, but uh, a little bit chilly on the temperatures and wish we could have a little bit more time. But, hey, not every day is perfect. Let's find out what's been going on down at Shell Beach. We talked to Robbie Campo. He's down at Campo's Marina. Robbie, I know I know you don't get to fish as much as people think you do, but every once in a while you jump on a boat and you go out and fish. When you do, do you have a favorite fishing rod that you like to use? Well, Don, I had – funny you ask that. I just had two rods made by Mr. Phil Morales right here up in St. Bernard. Um, he built me he, – he custom-made these rods. And um, I don't think they have a name. It's just, you know, it's a Phil Morales ride. It's something he custom makes, and I have a bait caster and a, um, a one-plus spinning reel. So, you know, they light action. I like using them, and uh, it, they've been great rides so far. You know, it's hard to pick a favorite one because there's so many different applications. You know when that bite is real light, like right now in the winter when the water's cold, you get that little tick-tick, you like a real fast tip, something light. But then you want something with a little backbone when you're out there fishing and, and you're fishing for trout and one of those big bull reds hits you and bends it in half. You want something with a little backbone. It, it's hard to pick Absolutely. a favorite one, but everybody's got one that just feels right in their hand. And Yeah, those custom-made rods, you can get those designed. and I mean, they put different insignias and logos and colors. You can pick a lot of things on them. It's a great way to go. What's that guy's name down there? Morales, you said? His name is Phil Morales, yes. 
And yeah. uh, I guess people can find him through you, or has he got a Facebook or a website? Uh, you can find him through me if you if you if you want to uh, get one of these rides. You can call me, and we could I could set it up for you. Give you his phone number or whatever. Um, he's uh, he fishes these redfish tournaments, and I'd say heck of a nice guy. He's a, actually he's a crab uh, he's a crab dealer down at Delacro. Uh, but I tell you, he makes a hell of a ride, and um, man, it's. <laughs> Yeah, you know, caught a lot of fish with it, so, um, you know, he's that, that's what my my ride of choice. I like it. I've you know been using them, and just been it's just been a super duper ride for me. So, that's what I'm sticking with for a while. Well, Robbie, how's the fishing been this week, and what's the prospects if somebody's coming down today or tomorrow? Well, Don, um, you know, uh, yesterday when I left my house yesterday, it was 36 degrees. We had frost on the windshields and the cars in the neighborhood on the rooftops, and when they got down here, it was really cold. The bite didn't have, you know, and this past week has been, you know, the weather's been horrible. The wind's been blowing. It's just hadn't been a great week for fishing. But yesterday, the bite didn't happen till late. So I had some people catch some catfish, my kayakers that went, <clears throat> caught some catfish right across the uh, Mr. Go right here in the, in the mouth of Bayou, uh, Shelby's Bayou going to the lake. Um, you know, that was, that was about... 10, 11 o'clock, the water started to warm up. The guides that I had out fishing yesterday started to catch some fish. They didn't catch fish until after after lunchtime. So it was a it was a late bite yesterday. Um, I did have one guy go out behind a dam, caught 19 trout, four reds, bouncing plastics off the bottom. He said the bite was was really really soft. Uh, he said these trout were still lethargic, but they still bit. But he wound up catching 19 trout, and you know the better the better part of the day was yesterday evening. You know when it, you know things calmed down because uh, the wind was kind of blowing here a little bit yesterday morning. But in the neighborhoods up in my house, it was dead calm when I walked up. But it was really cold. Don. It was just a. It's just been a. Uh, you know it was good for duck hunters, I guess, <laughs> with the wind. And this is the last weekend, so. Hopefully, you know, these guys will kill some birds this weekend and they get that out their system and they'll start back fishing and I could get a better report, you know, because when you got everybody doing everything else, you know, deer hunting and duck hunting and, you know, just a couple guys fishing, it's hard to get a it's hard to get a good report because you don't have anybody, you know, hardly anybody fishing. So this duck hunting stuff's going to come to an end, I think, Sunday. And then, you know, most of these guys will be ready to hit the water again really soon. Well, you know, when they came out with the, the, the counts uh, before the season opened, it really looked bad. That was the worst counts in 20 years. And we know what's been going on up the flyway with shortstopping issues. And people just really had a, uh, a negative look outlook on this year's season. And the way it turned out with the drought up, up north and the early cold fronts that came through and no storms coming down here and the ponds in good shape, this is one of the best duck seasons I'd say we've had in the last decade. Yeah, Donna, and you know I said this last week. You know I'll say it again. You know all the stars were aligned for for this whole deal to happen for this year, uh, for this duck season to happen. It was, um, you know, when you when you look at the last past ten years or so, we've had high waters, we had hurricanes that washed the grass out of the ponds. You know we had high rivers, um, you know, short stopping ducks and what have you going on. This year was I'm not going to say it was great. But it was one of the better, one of the best years I've seen in probably the last eight or ten years. 
And uh, I think everybody was pretty happy about how things turned out. And I think that that two splits they do to give those birds a rest where you get, you know, that, that end toward the end of January is going to work out really, you know, worked out really well. So I think all in all, I think most people were pretty happy about the way this duck season turned out. Yeah, and, you know, one of the encouraging things was the return of the gray duck. You know, we, we have not had mallards down in this area for decades um, for a lot of reasons. But the gray duck has always been the bread and butter duck. You know, you get plenty teal, but that kind of ends towards the end of the season. But the gray duck was always the stable bird, and, boy, we hadn't seen them in years. But this year, there's been probably more gray ducks shot than we have in the past 10 years. You're absolutely correct, Don, and I tell you, um, but I tell you what did stick around was a lot of green wing teals this year. I saw a lot of green wings. It was probably the most green wing teals I saw shot in probably the last uh, in the last decade, I guess, also because you know just didn't see many. You know, usually they leave and they go down to you know they go down to Mexico or whatever. But um, they stuck around for some reason. I was, it must have been something here they liked to eat because they. Boy, they sure shot the heck out of them around here this year. You know, they they did really well shooting teal, and it, and it kind of and that's what kind of really kept things afloat a while was was green wing teals. Um, it mixed with some grays, but but most mostly green wing teals. I've seen a bunch of them shot, and you know you got to be a good shot to kill a green wing because that's like a fast. <laughs> so, yeah, they they small and they quick and they're pretty yeah. tasty too. But well, they, Robbie, but thanks. They had, they had plenty of them. Got it. Thanks for the report, Robbie. Anything else before you go? Nope, not really. <laughs> I hope All I got right. a better report for you next week. Talk uh, to you we later, always Don. hope for good ones. We'll see you then. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Robbie Campo right, down at Campos Marina down at Shell Beach. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to talk about that minimalist challenge. Good luck to all you kayakers competing in that today. We'll have a live report from the location from Brendan Bayard. Also starting to get some text messages in about people's favorite fishing rods. What's your favorite pole? And it doesn't matter, offshore, saltwater, freshwater, fly. you got to have one that you go to. If you could only have one rod to use, what would it be? Text us. 504-260-1870. We're back right after this three-minute pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, among other text messages, we're getting uh, responses to what's your favorite uh, fishing rod. We asked you real last week. This week we're talking about fishing rods. What's that one that you love to go to? <clears throat> Could be a, a, a fishing uh, saltwater, freshwater, uh, offshore, fly rod. Which one is it? And how many do you have? Uh, I took inventory yesterday before the show, and I came up with 24. I've had more. I've had less, but that's the number I've got right now. Uh, maybe that's a little excessive. Maybe people have a lot more. I'd like to hear from you. Uh, here's a text comes in uh, from 5657 that says, Give me an old-fashioned cane pole. Used to fish off the back of a Harry clan with one to drag the chef. That's uh, easy in the Abita Hunting Club. Yeah, there's probably been as many fish caught on cane poles as anything. Uh, let's see. Here's one that says, um, My favorite rods were all handmade from my late grandfather. And it just jumped on me. <laughs> my late grandfather. Let's see if I can find his name. Yep, here it is. Let's see. Jumped again. Lucian A. Robert or Robert. I have a couple of fresh and saltwater rods made with graphite shafts from the early 90s and even one of his early fiberglass rods from way back in the 70s. Yeah, I remember those uh, those glass rods. They, they were something else. I, I think they were pre-70s, though. Um, they got fiberglass rods now, but this one, these were back in the 50s, and they were like a hard, uh, actually a glass more than a fiberglass. It says I probably ought to put them into a nice display. <clears throat> All right, we have, uh, let's see, Franklin's checking in from Texas. We got Franklin, Texas on board listening to us this morning. Uh, let's see, that was, uh, oh, yeah, to transition to some commercial brands for the future. Lots of great fishing memories with those. That's from our Alabama listener, David Hubble. Uh, we also have someone that says, this is uh, Texter 7375. I wish you'd put your names on here and where you're texting from. It says, my favorite uh, ROS is the original all-star six-and-a-half-foot medium heavy worm rod. I guarantee you that's a bass fisherman right there. Here's a vote for the old ugly stick fishing pole. Now, you know, when I see someone that tells me that's a ugly stick is their favorite rod, it's one of two people. It's really old school that just don't care, and they're looking for something that's economical that won't break and will last a long time, or somebody who just really uses a lot of rods and reels to go fishing the ugly stick one of the really premier names in fishing poles probably for the for the money you spend probably the best value rod on the market uh rooster patrick and unk uh mt they're after those ducks again today well you this is about it we're getting close to the end they're cooking breakfast in the boat they're drinking coffee and having a smoke listening to ducks good luck to all the hunters this weekend boy that's living on a saturday morning isn't it and here's one that says, my best rod is a Fenwick model EGTS 70M, which is a 7-foot medium. Have 12 rods and reels. 
And we have the backstrap stacker checking in. He's in Clark County, Alabama. The rut seems to be slowing down up there. Still a few young bucks roaming. Uh, great weather for Saturday. And hopefully they'll be moving in front of the rain coming in tomorrow. Everyone have a great day. Our friend Ed over in Wilmer, Alabama, uh, he let us know about a big alligator gar that was caught in over there. He said the one he texted about is a new Alabama state. Official record weighs 162 pounds. And by the way, Ed's favorite rod is a six-and-a-half-foot crankbait rod. And here's uh, another vote for the good old ugly stick. What's your favorite rod choice? 504 260 uh, Speaking of bass fishing, I did want to remind you, uh, bass fishermen, there's uh, one of our first tournaments is coming up next weekend. It'll be Saturday at Dwaron's Landing in Stevensville. Boy, I'll be glad to get the results in from this and kind of gives me a little bit of a handle on how the bass fishing is going down there. If you're interested in fishing, it's a benefit tournament for Tucker Townsend, who is a 16-year-old with mitochondrial disorder. It's been a fundraiser going on for a lot of years now. And if you want to get signed up, uh, by, at this point, you would be best to sign up at the at Dwaron's Landing the morning of the tournament. They will take cash entries uh, next Saturday morning. Uh, the fishing area, no tournaments allowed south of 90. You can fish the Atchafalaya of a Red Basin and all the connecting public waterways, but it's got to be north of Highway 90. Uh, entry fee on this one is $100 per team. And, again, this is a benefit for Tucker Townsend. And if you want to find out the story, you can uh, go online and, and Google at fishingfortucker.com. And if you are going to be down there, tell the MC, Lyle Johnson, my buddy, the host of Ascension Outdoors. Hello. He'll be emceeing the weigh-in down there. It's the 13th annual Fishing for Tucker Bass Tournament down at Dwaron's in Stevensville. Great fishing area. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we're going to get to some more of your text messages. What is your favorite fishing pole? Also going to tell you a bit more about that minimalist challenge that's coming up. And, boy, we still got a lot of fishing reports to cover for you. It's what we do each week right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, your text message and some announcements coming up, like the Biloxi Boat Show. That's coming to Biloxi. Uh, that'll be there next uh, Saturday. It actually begins the 3rd through the 5th. We're going to be talking to Melissa Miller about some of the activities in addition to boats for sale there. I'll tell you, it's one of the most economical boat shows to attend. It's a great day of uh, entertainment for the family, and we'll talk to Melissa more about it. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Minimalist Challenge and also find out what your favorite fishing pole is. You can text us that info at 504-260-1870. Tell us, how many do you have total rod and reel combos? We'll be back to do that, but first, we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, taking a look at our text message board here, we've got, uh, let's see, we got Greg checking in. He says, what about doing a segment on duck leg bands? I shot a female hen, Alessa Scop, also known as a dogree here in southeast Louisiana, in December that was banded in Montana of August 2022 and hatched out in the spring of 22. That is very interesting, Greg, and thanks for that subjection. I'm, I'm making a note right here. 
And what we'll do is one week uh, we'll talk about duck bands I have found, and we'll get everybody to tell us about some of their duck band because uh, when you for people that don't duck hunt, uh, a lot of these ducks are captured and they're banded. In fact, we're going to be doing a feature on that uh, Monday, as a matter of fact, over in the Calcasieu area on duck banding. It's a way to inventory their movement, their age. Uh, they capture these ducks, they put a tag on them, they measure them, they weigh them, they identify them by species, and they release them. And then when hunters bag them, uh, there's a number to call, and you can call that number, and they will give you information on your bird. It's kind of a little, uh, that people call it jewelry on a duck's leg. So anyway, pretty interesting. Thanks for that tip, Greg. We're going to do that, maybe next week even. All right, uh, we have Spec Daddy from Big Lake Waterloo. Uh, oh, the Waterloo HP Light 7-foot. That's the best inshore rod. All right, that's a new one, Spec Daddy. Thank you for checking in with us. <clears throat> we have Bro James in Hammond. He likes to lose its L-E-W-S speed stick. Boy, I haven't heard that now. They still make them, or is that one you got hanging around, Bro James? Lots of fish caught on the speed stick. That yeah, was very popular uh, fishing rod back in, uh, I guess that would have been the 80s and 90s. Uh, here's one that's a vote for Falcon Rods for the lifetime warranty. Flipping Reds is hell on gear. Well, I got a tip for you, 9884. It's called a net. <laughs> N-E-T, and it will save the life on a lot of rod tips. Yeah, you try to flip those big bull reds in, and you can lose a tip for sure. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Sherman in Covington. He has only seven rods. He prefers six and a half and seven foot, all with open face spinning reels. <clears throat> he says he can find he cast a little further with the seven foot. Also, a tip: if you do break a rod tip, don't throw it away. JB Weld works great for repair. Yeah, you know you never throw away a rod with a broken tip. In fact, sometimes you can uh, shorten the length on it, put a, a new end tip on them, and and repair them and and, and keep them going. All right, uh, these texts, in case you're wondering, are coming in on our in-studio text line. That is 504-260-1870. Here's one that says, uh, Castaway, uh, go to 7-foot, medium heavy. Got about three dozen rods and reels. That's uh, from Flip. Uh, Yeah, I think I know which Flip that is. All right, here's one that says, I have about 40 rods. Some I've made myself, offshore spinning, inshore Casting and spinning. Uh, his favorite is a St. Croix bait caster. Yeah, that's. I have a St. Croix that happens to be my favorite. I've got all different kinds of brands, but uh, that one just it just fits the hand. It's light. You know, that's one of the things with the ugly stick. It's a it's a very durable rod. But boy, if you're throwing that thing all day, if you're casting uh, plugs, especially artificials, and you're making a lot of casts, you you'll, you'll feel it at the end of the day. Where some of those other ones are just featherweight. They're so light and uh, really nice rods. All right, what's your favorite? 504-260-1870. You can text that in along with your comments and your questions. Uh, let's see. We'd love to hear from that. Let's see. I had some other ones here. Sometimes when they come in really fast like this, they, they get mixed up. And part of one is mixed in with a part of another. So if you hear me stuttering and stammering around, uh, that's that's the reason why. All right, the minimalist challenge is going on. This is something we've been talking about, and if you're a kayaker and you fish tournaments, you might be familiar with it, but it's it's one of the ones that's it's really a, it's a fun tournament. They're holding it this morning down in Leeville, and it looks like, the, except for a little bit of stiff winds, they've got a pretty good day for it. Uh, they're going to be launching there out of the Leeville public launch, 
and they're looking for 10 fish, you're allowed to bring in two slot size reds, five trout, one flounder, one sheephead, and a puppy drum. This is a little change from years past. They've added those other two species, the sheephead and the puppy drum. But the, the challenge on this with the minimalist part is they give you five baits to use. They give them to you, and you don't know what the baits are until you pick them up that morning. And everybody gets the same baits, and that's the only thing you can fish with in the tournament, and you've got to be very, very careful that you uh, don't lose them because uh, once you're out of bait, you're out of ammo. All right, we have Jeff and Gonzalez. Uh, he likes a Waterloo six-and-a-half-foot medium with the fast tip. It's soft enough for trout, but it's strong enough for the reds. He's got 24 rods and reel. If his wife is listening, uh, he's only got six. Understand, uh, Jeff, I understand. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, get to some more of your text messages and some more of our calendar items, more fishing reports. Your favorite fishing rod, what is it? Your all-time favorite, 504-260-1870. We're back right after this on the Outdoors with Tom Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we're asking you a couple questions this morning to participate on our text line at 504-260-1870. What's your favorite fishing rod, whether it's fresh, salt, offshore, fly fishing, custom-made, cane pole, fiberglass, whatever? We'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, My favorite is a St. Croix. It's a 7-foot medium-power fast-action spinning rod. And, I mean, there's a lot of other ones I really enjoy fishing with. and I've got a total of 24 combos total. But that is the one that just feels the best. It's, it's lightweight. It's got a lot of strength in it, really balanced well. What is your favorite one that you've got? 504-260-1870. Uh, Hank is Texas. He says Alexis. Uh, Hank, we're talking uh, fishing poles, not, not cars this morning. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got some calendar items to pass along for you. I tell you, it has been a good week. I've heard a lot of people that got out to catch those rainbow trout that the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, have stocked. I guess you could call them government fish. Uh, They have been put into a number of water uh, ponds and locations across the state. Uh, This week, uh, they had quite a few stockings. They had put some in uh, the Bayou Country Sports Park in Homa. Uh, the Fabaca Field in Youngsville, Girard Park in Lafayette, I-10 Park in Jennings, Purple Heart Memorial in Ragley, Park Natchitoches, uh, Joe Brown Park in New Orleans, uh, the Burbank, the Breck Park in Baton Rouge, Sidney Hutchinson in Walker, uh, Zamuri Park in Hammond, and the Bogachito State Park in Franklinton. All those areas uh, received a load of uh, hungry, ready-to-bite rainbow trout some of them are golden rainbows i don't know if you've ever seen those but they're beautiful fish uh, you're allowed to keep five uh, you can fish them with a number of things some people just use canned corn you know and some people use the little uh, niblets uh, the nibbles the crappie nibbles from uh, berkeley with the gulp uh, some people use uh, worms under a cork i mean that will pretty much catch any fish and the little uh, spinner blades uh, if you want to fish with artificials if you throw those in and bounce them and spin them along the the shoreline, you can you can pick up some of those. The good thing about those fish is they're, they're ready to bite. The other good thing is uh, they want you to catch them and keep them because uh, as soon as the waters warm up, they don't survive. They're not a, a native species to Louisiana. Speaking of that, uh, here's one that's, uh, oh, this is uh, from Bro James. He says, the loose speed stick is still being made. Bass Pro Shops carry them. I still have about a dozen or so in various lengths and uh, action speeds. Slow bike on the rain. Oh, slow bite 
came out his bike on the rainbow trout at Zamari Park in Hammond. Might want to give it a try today. Uh, here's uh, someone says, uh, this is Patty in St. Francisville. Patty says, my favorite rod is an 8-foot homemade 8-weight fly rod. Uh, his son made for him. Lots of pride in it. Yeah, I can understand why that would be your favorite. All right, so there's uh, some of our text messages. We'll get to some more of those. By the way, uh, those you may have recalled uh, early before the deer season started, we talked to Tom, Tom Stogner over at Double D a meat company in Bogalusa, and he was telling us about a contest he's got. He, every entry of a hog or a deer or any game animal that you bring to him that qualifies you for an entry for a browning gold, 270 with a 3 by 9 Leopold scope on it. And uh, it ends uh, with the end of the season in February. So we'll be getting the name and of the winner and passing that along. But if you've got a deer to process, you might want to drop it off over there. And make sure you told, told him you heard about free registration for that, that Browning rifle. All right, if you didn't hear it earlier, uh, we just got this in. This came out yesterday. Pearl River Gauge at Pearl River is at 15.5. When that happens, uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service closes the Bogachita National Wildlife Refuge to campers and any hunting activities except for waterfowl hunting until it drops below that 15.5 gauge. So uh, they're expected to stay there for the, probably the next several days. So it will be reopened again when the river levels drop below 15.5. And there are some websites you can, uh, with the National Weather Service, you can check and find that information out about the, the river levels there. All right. Um, what else? I had something else. On. Oh, yeah, the, people have been asking me about this, and I finally got the date on it. Uh, the Archbishop Rummel alumni, which is part of my alumni I'm a member of, they've announced the dates for the Beast Feast. You know, this is the annual uh, party where they cook out all the wild game. Uh, the, the, the members bring their, their best, and some, they bring some seafood, too. It's a great time. It's set for Wednesday, March 8th. That's going to be at 530 and it's at the Rummel campus on Severn Avenue in Metairie. Uh, general admission tickets are $50, and you get to go in there and uh, graze and browse and, and uh, eat all you care to. They've got quail, they've got wild hog, they've got venison, they've got waterfowl, uh, you name it, plus a lot of seafood, big jambalaya pot and all that going on. And if you're, you don't have to be an alumnus to go. You can anyway. It's open to anyone. General admission. Uh, prices do go up after February 7th. So if you want to get your tickets in advance, I suggest you do it online, and that's pretty easy. Just go to RummelRaiders.com and find the Beast Feast 2023, and uh, hopefully I'll see you there. All right, coming back after this timeout, we're going to check in with Captain Darrell Carpenter. We'll find out what his favorite fishing rod is. Also get a fishing report. A lot of you down there for the minimalist challenge, he might be able to help you out around that Leeville area. That's part of the area he keeps tabs on. Back with Darrell's report after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, he's the founder, CEO, and janitor of RealScreamers.com. I'm talking about Captain Darrell Carpenter, and he joins us this morning. Captain, how you doing this morning? Uh, Don, we're doing just fine, ready to get this daggum cast off my arm. But other than that, we're doing just great. Yeah, that'll be great when that thing is gone. Uh, Darrell, before we get started into the fishing report, your favorite fishing rod. Now, I'm not talking about the one that's the most durable and simplest for customers to use right. and break up. I'm talking about if Darrell Carpenter was going fishing without any customers, what would his favorite rod be to bring? 
Well, Don, I, I mean, I've been turned on to, and if I was leaving tomorrow to go go by myself and do some scouting, it would be those Waterloo rods. Um, just got turned on to them, and, you know, I've got a few of them. I haven't decided which one's my favorite yet. Uh, I've got some 6.6 six and some 7s, and I much prefer the 7-foot rod. I just always have. Um, but I'm going to tell you, they're really nice light rods with great action and yeah, uh, they, there's several different brands depending uh, or different models depending on your budget. But I've gotten to where I really do like them. Price wise, how are they? Uh, you can get the uh, you can get the the starter model, I guess you call it, in the 150 dollar range, and they go up to four or five hundred dollars, and and they build custom. So I mean, it, it'll go up much higher than what you you know than what you really want to tell the wife about, but depending on how you customize it. Now, for the inexperienced customers that you bring out there, what do you set them up with as far as the rod? Well, you know, it used to, man, that Challenger used to make a really good rod, but they discontinued it. That was one of our favorites. Uh, durable stainless steel eyes. They couldn't break the ceramic out of the tips, that type of stuff. Uh, lately, though, I've been using the uh, the new um, uh, Ugly Stick Inshore Select for the customers. Uh, really nice, durable rod. They're not real heavy, and they're damn near indestructible. Got it. Uh, just for, for, for talk's sake, uh, offshore rod, what was your favorite offshore rod? Oh, man, it's been a little while back for that. Um, uh, Don, that's a hard you, – you're asking an old man with a lot of things on his mind to remember. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you used to like those big spin and Iowa combos for, you know, for mangrove snapper and reds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it all depends on what you're doing. I've had some really good tuna rods by Challenger and, and other rods. Uh, but yeah, if you're mangrove fishing, I mean, you know us. We used to we used to almost exclusively do pitching for mangroves. So it it was the big it was the big spin cast rods. And I'm trying to remember a lot of them were by Shimano. Uh, don't even remember the model at this point. Daryl, uh, as far as the fishing for people that are coming down there to that Leeville, the minimalist challenge going on, and weather looked pretty good. It's going to be a little chilly start and kind of breezy, about 10 to 15, but certainly going to be fishable. What can you suggest for folks? Yeah, they should have a – I mean, the, the, if I'm not mistaken, the minimalist challenge is there's, what, redfish, flounder, and trout net, if I'm not mistaken. Well, and, and they had a, a sheephead bit... and drum now, too. They, they put two more oh, species okay. in it. Just well, sheephead ought to not – Sheephead ought to not be a problem for them now. You know, getting them to bite an artificial lure might be a little bit of a challenge. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, the sheephead shouldn't be a problem. Everything else has been kind of up and down. This weather's been so crazy. The fish, they don't know if we're we're trying to go into spring or, or if winter's coming back to visit them. Uh, very little tide today, so water movement's going to be a little bit of a challenge. But, you know, just work those areas where what a little bit of tide we've got, if you find a choke point that, that accelerates that tide, accelerates that bait movement, then that would be the areas to work. But I suspect they're going to have a good day. I mean, if the wind stays down like it is now, it, it should be a great day. If it picks up, it's supposed to pick up later this evening, if that, you know, they'll be through by then. But, man, you just got to cover some ground, and they should be able to find, you know, their full stringer of fish. How many sheephead have you caught on artificial before? Probably not many. Oh, I mean, it's a significant number, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't – I'm not brave enough to leave the dock saying I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> it is – you know, it's a significant number, and if, if, you know, they better hope they get something with some sin in it, you know, something like those 
like those Berkeley baits with the or the power baits with some scent. If so, that that increases your chance greatly. Yeah, well, they got to fish with whatever they give them, so hopefully uh, there would be something, maybe a Berkeley gulp included in there, because that certainly would help, particularly on the sheephead and even the, the drum and redfish, too. Well, Daryl, anything right. else you can add before we wrap up here? I mean, you know, uh, we're getting ready to turn the corner on January and February, and as a wise man, Glenn Sanchez, once said, he said, the best thing about fishing in February is the shortest month of the year. It gets over with quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it puts us one day closer to where we know that spring's coming. Don, we just we just got to get some kind of a pattern in the weather. I mean, it's been, you know, typically every year it's been so up and down that the fish are changing tactics every other day. So, you know, we just – once we get a little bit of certainty in this weather and it starts to, to you know, to level out some, then, then you're going to start hearing a whole lot more fishing reports, as you well know, from all across the state. Got it. Now, in the meantime, somebody wants to get a hold of realscreamers.com. I got you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Folks can find you there. Uh, what about your website and phone number? Right, uh, realscreamers.com. The information is there, or you can just pick up the phone at 225-937-6288. All right, when's that cast coming off? Uh, it's a little bit debatable. It's going to be another week or two, depending on how depending on how therapy goes, but another week or two. All right. I got a saw. If you want a discount rate, let me know. Uh, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> let me tell you, it's close to that. I uh, know. All right. Hang in there, Darrell. We'll catch up with you next week. Bye-bye. There he goes, Captain Darrell Carpenter. All right, still to come, we're going to be talking to Melissa Miller about the Biloxi Boat Show next weekend. It's going to be a big show on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We also have Ryan Lambert. We're going to get a Mexico report. Might have to speak Spanish and translate that one. We also got Brendan Bayard at the Minimalist Challenge. And your text messages, your favorite ride, we want to know. 504-260-1870. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.